Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to today's huddle. I'll tell you a little story about a company up in Montana. It's a lumber company. And there was this guy who was in the company who was a lumberjack. And he was known to be the very, very best lumberjack in the whole business. I mean, he was outstanding. He happened to work for this company. And every single day, he would go out there and do his work. And no matter what anybody else did, he would chop more wood than anybody else. So one day, this young man comes in and he joins the company to become a lumberjack. And he wanted to find out what it is that this guy was doing. Now, he was in his mid-20s. He was strong. He was young. He was buffed, he was ready to make it happen, and he made the decision that he wanted to be as successful and, excuse me, more successful than this senior lumberjack who's been around for years and doing more than anybody else in the whole business. So he went up to him one day and he wanted to find out. He says, sir, I want to find out what it is that you do every single day to be more successful than anybody else. So the young man the young man asked that question and the senior guy looked at him and he says, let's see in a couple of months from now what you might notice. So this young man with determination, heart, fervor, desire, had a want, had a need, had the strength, had the youth, had the body, Went out every day, came in to work early, he left late, he worked through lunch, every single day. And he did this for a couple of months. But what he found out was that no matter how hard he worked, no matter how young he was, how strong he was, how much earlier he came in, how much, how much, hard, how much later he stayed, no matter what he did, he could never ever outproduce the senior lumberjack. And he was in awe. Didn't matter. So he continued, again, just trying. He would come in earlier. He'd come in and stay later. He'd work out harder. He'd work through lunch. Continuous. But no matter what, still could not outproduce this old pro. So he finally got very frustrated. He went up to this old pro one day. And he said, sir, when I came to you originally and asked you what you do, you just said, let me see. So I want to find out. I don't quite get it. I come in earlier. I stay later. I'm younger. I'm stronger. I have a huge desire to win here. But no matter what I do, no matter how hard I work, I can't outproduce you. Can you please, sir, tell me the secret to your success? I beg of you. The old man looked at this guy and he said, you know, young man, I see you coming in early. I see you working late. Gosh, I even look at you and I go, oh my gosh, this young man is so strong and he's so young. But I notice that you're not producing the results that I'm producing. So I'll tell you the secret to my success. He says, no matter how young you are, no matter how strong you are, no matter how old I am, no matter how long I've been doing this. I do one thing every single day. 
he said, I outproduce everybody because I always take time out of my busy schedule to sharpen my axe. You see, guys, at the end of the day, success leaves clues. And oftentimes, we want the success, but are we really, really looking for it? Are we digging deep? Are we taking out that magnifying glass and really searching for the clues to success? And there's many of them out there. You just simply look around right now. If you simply look in the mirror right now, you'll find some clues. You might say, well, Mike, I don't have any success right now. There's success there. There are some clues inside of you, and there are clues outside of you. The question is, are you looking? Do you want it? Do you want it bad enough? Are you like this young man who went in searching for it, asking questions, putting in the effort, the work? Are you like the old man, the old pro who, who every day sat back and sharpened his axe? Is that a clue? Hmm, something to think about. So guys, today and over the next couple of calls and recordings that we're going to be doing here, I'm going to share with you some of the principles of success and success that leaves clues in your life. What's most important in this call and frankly all of the calls that I do is that you keep your mind open to what the possibilities are. Because I'm going to share with you in today's call, most especially, some great principles. And I know that you found it true in your life, like I have found it in my life, that our mind is like a parachute. And it works only when it's open. So let's do yourself a favor today, most importantly, that you keep your mind open. You keep your parachutes open so you can engage in understanding and clarifying what are some of the clues. And I'm going to share with you a few of them as we go over these next couple of calls. All right. So I want to suggest that you take out your journal. You write some of these thoughts down. If you're going to listen to this, if you're listening to this later, make sure that you are writing these ideas down and using them and implementing them in your business because success does leave clues. One of the things I want to focus on right now is, I don't know if you know this or not, but most of us in the personal and professional and coaching and training business, uh, we've done more in our lives than most people have done in a lifetime, you know, wherever, wherever they're at. And something I want to share with you uh, here today is this. How many of you know the two schools of learning out there? Okay, there's two ways that we've learned since childhood. And I want to share those with you, okay? Which ones do you think they are? A couple of ways to learn, okay? The first one is the school of hard knocks. Now, do you want to ask yourself, have you been to the school of hard knocks? Are you attending that school right now? Oh, wait a minute. Maybe you have a master's degree. Maybe you have a PhD, okay? Are there a couple of doctors out there, right? Now, the other school is learning is something uh, we have looked to master in this business of personal professional growth, okay? And that is the school of modeling, okay? Write that down, the school of modeling. 
So I hope that makes sense. And, and I want you to think about this. Would you agree that success leaves clues? Now, how many of you know somebody, as an example, who may be a great athlete or great at tennis or they're great at golf, great at something? How many of you know someone who's a great parent? Okay, you know somebody who's a great salesperson, great business leader, a coach or whatever he or she does. Okay, now we believe if you want to achieve anything in any of those levels of excellence, all you need to do is this. Find out specifically what these leaders do in all facets of their life and their business. Okay, find out specifically what they do day in and day out, keeping in mind that they do certain things and that will that help them push their business and their lives forward. Because you just said to yourself, yep, success leaves clues. So if you can pick up on what those clues are and use them in your business, you could probably produce the same results. Does that make sense? Okay. So otherwise, if you don't pick up on these clues, okay, you're going to end up going to the school of trial and error. Okay. Now, and you know, that's a bad thing, right? About trial and error. That's, there's one bad thing about trial and error, and that is it might take you 20, 30, 40 years to go after what you desire, and you still may not even achieve what you want. So the question is, are you continuously learning? Are you keeping your mind open to what the possibilities are? So that's what modeling is about. So are there people that can share with you how to make money out there today? What did they tell you uh, when it came to making money? Okay, if you're going to make an investment, they said go out there and use OPM, other people's money. And we also believe if you want to be successful, use this OPE. Okay, what is other? What is what are other people's efforts? Okay, what are their experiences in their life? Now I've spent the better of 37 plus years in my life studying and modeling. Groups of people out there, Fortune 50 CEOs, companies, business leaders, top salespeople, parents. And one of, one of the specific groups through this was the top 100 people in your industry of selling. And a bunch of other industries out there as well that are making well over a quarter of a million dollars a year. And not that money is necessarily a sign of success, but... Because those are the results that I wanted, I wanted to find out from those people what they were doing. And I wanted to find out what is the difference. And I'm sure you've thought about this. What is the difference between a great salesperson, a great leader, a great business person, a great parent? And what is the difference between persuasion process okay, of someone who makes $20,000 a year versus somebody making a quarter of a million dollars a year. And I wanted to put together a formula of this understanding. And I want to share with you three specific ways to model or duplicate someone else's results. Now, won't that be great? All right. So the first thing I'm going to talk about today, and then we'll move on to the next one, is one of the most empower, one of the first steps that we want to model, write this down, are beliefs. And the most powerful way to do this is belief systems. Now, a good definition of a belief is nothing but a feeling of certainty 
Okay, when you feel certain about something, when you believe in it, it all becomes a reality. Does that make sense? Okay. Henry Ford said it best years ago, and he said, if you believe you can do something or you believe you can't, you're correct. Does that make sense? So let me share with you a, a, a compelling example. Some of you may have recognized this story, but how many of you heard of Roger Bannister? Okay. What year do you, th if you know who Roger Bannister is, he's the guy who broke the four-minute mile. And this was back in 1954, mind you. Okay. And so what do you think they said when he, when he first started to run to break the four-minute mile? When Roger Bannister made the decision to do that, right, the people around him, the doctors and the physicians that studied human anatomy, said this man will never be able to run that fast. The body is not made for that. What is going to happen? It's going to implode. He's going to die, right? And that was a belief that everybody else had. And that was their belief. That was their certainty about that. But here's the example, okay? My example for you is what do you think happened when Roger Bannister made the decision, he had the belief to go out there and, and, and to, to achieve something that nobody had ever done, broke that record, okay? His belief was, I can do it. Simple, not complicated. Yes, he ran and practiced and got himself in physical shape to prepare for this activity, but at the end of the day, he believed that he could do it. So, what happened? He broke the record, okay? Now, here's the kick on this. How many people do you think broke it after Roger Bannister broke it? 37 people. Two years later, over 200 people broke his record. So let me ask you this question. What changed within two years that took almost, a gosh, I mean, I'm literally probably thousands of years to change? And that was a belief. Okay? That was a belief. And at the end of the day, guys, when you change your beliefs and you look at this idea of changing your beliefs... You change your beliefs that all you need to do is go to the next level. So inside of your beliefs for today, okay, modeling number, modeling exercise number one is you got to model the beliefs of other people. What are their standards? What do they believe in? How do they carry themselves? What systems do you feel that they're bucking to win against all odds? Okay, what systems are they bucking to, to win at all odds? I see it every day. I mean, we're all in the same marketplace as salespeople, right? And there are people that are achieving greatness and there are people that are struggling. And there's some in between, obviously. But at the end of the day, why is that happening? Why can one person be very successful in the same market, under the same conditions, under the same gale of the uh, of, of opportunity that is out there selling to the same people doing having the same opportunity why would one person be more successful than somebody else and this is the first key guys number one beliefs have a feeling of certainty 
Now, as I want you to write this down because I'm going to compel you to come back here to continue down these next few steps that we're going to go through. All right. So start today. Be the lumberjack in your business. Okay. Go out there, sharpen your axe, get into action and go out there and win today. We'll continue this as we go along here. And until we speak, make sure that you go to realprofitbuilders.com. Make sure that you have any, if you have any questions that you reach out to me, Mike at MikeHudson.com. All right, that's it for now. What beliefs do you have? Write that down and make that list. All right, we will talk to you tomorrow. Make it a great day.